Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Presson Falsies. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Oh my God, I am officially at 701 patrons on Patreon. And I have to say a huge thank you to each and every one of you. You guys are the reason that this podcast exists and you're the reason that there's going to be a patron only season of the podcast recapping season one of Vanderpump Rules starting next month. And I just, I'm so grateful for all your support. You guys make it possible for me to do this project every week. So thank you so much. As always, I deeply appreciate your support and I look forward to making more lol content for you all. 
Um, if you're curious about how you can get involved and become a patron of Sex Unique Podcast, it's pretty easy. All you have to do is visit www.patreon.com slash sexyuniquepodcast, and it is there that you will find everything you need to become a patron of SUP. For as little as $1 per episode, you will have access to weekly bonus episodes that I record with my guests and release on a weekly basis. And not only that, but you'll have my undying gratitude. Again, if you're curious, visit www.patreon.com slash sexyuniquepodcast for more info. Also, while I'm in the midst of making announcements, I may as well say that I have been a guest on not one, but two podcasts in the past week. One is called Mental Health Hangouts. You can find it on iTunes. And it's a podcast where millennials talk about their mental health journeys. And I talked about my own journey with depression and getting on medication to treat depression and anxiety. And it's a good talk. I really hope that you'll check that out. If you have struggled with any mental health at all, like I fully feel your journey and I can relate. So that's called Mental Health Hangouts. Find it on iTunes. And the other podcast is called Realizing Stuff. It's a Kardashian-themed podcast hosted by Cara Berry and Ryan Kyler Bailey. And I'm on this week's episode and next week's episode weighing in on the Kardashians' most babe moments of all time. So check that out, too. You can find it on iTunes, Realizing Stuff with Kara and Ryan. And now, without further ado, I give to you this week's episode of the Sexy Unique Podcast. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, Lara Marie Shane Hall. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy. I hope you cakes up. London with the beach, here we go. So in a girl with a friend, you be both in. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you might recognize my guest today from past, well, I was going to say episodes, but it's just one episode, but it's an iconic episode and it's an iconic guest and I'm happy to have her back. It's Tierney Finster. Yay. Thank you. Hi. Thank you. Hi. What's new? You know, just admiring your rose quartz, your mm-hmm. salt lamp. Yeah, I keep a really good vibe in yeah, here. Yeah, very den. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. It's, it's very den. I was like identifying with Kelsey's crystal journey oh. in today's episode. I was identifying with Jack's looking shitty, trying to light his incense. <laughs> like, you know, like struggling as she was going to arrive. <sighs> You've been obviously keeping up with this season. What oh, are your absolutely. thoughts so far? Um. I mean, I've been riveted. Like, I, I had last season was the first time I was watching regularly as the episodes aired. Yeah. And, um, in listening and thinking about past um, seasons and listening to some of your episodes, I realized like how annoying the wedding stuff did get and mm-hmm. like how. So I just have loved how it's so opened up. And I mean, it's bangers all the time. Like, there's so much action. There's I so love much that. action. And yeah, I. It's mostly the action that I'm loving, but there's been some major controversy too. And um, I like I feel very uncomfortable often watching this season, which is what I love in a show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I want a show that challenges me. Yeah, and challenges my 
my just my outlook on life in general something specific is what challenges me the most should i say it yeah it's sheena (laughs) (laughs) i just like sheena's incredibly challenging i mean i have such a capacity i mean i'm not like i'm no stranger to reality shows but she something about how she's acting lately is just so like i can't even watch it like i feel so ashamed yeah because i think it's like she's too witnessing it because i feel well i think i've been there where i've been like so obsessed with a guy and like had no awareness of like how i come off or the situation and maybe it reminds me more of being like middle school or like early years of high school and getting Mm -hmm. obsessed with guys and just like really over romanticizing a relationship but it, it there's a youthful energy to it but the cameras weren't rolling on you. no the cameras were <laughs> I just not feel rolling like, <laughs> i just feel like there should be more awareness of what you're saying in regards to the cameras on you i don't know i just feel like she embarrasses me i can't say it any nicer than that and mm-hmm. like having rob talk to jackson that kind of frank way on the boat it was like isn't that i mean i don't know i can't wait for the reunion for sheena to speak to that yeah i need her to like but i also it's not to like dehumanize her it did resonate with me when she was speaking to kristen about it which i didn't even understand why those two were together no it's because kristen needed a paycheck that week yeah she's she's mia out yeah i feel like saucy and her getting in a fight as a friend move just for Kristen have a role on the show. I don't understand what it is they're actually fighting about, but like I'm here for any and all Kristen. Yeah, at least it it gets us to her. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but it it was real to me when Sheena's being like, "Well, if if I'm willing to say I love you more, and he's not that much, you know, ready as much, well." That's what it is. Mm-mm. And I kind of do relate. Like, I feel like I was, maybe I'm responding so negatively to Sheena because I had a bit of her in me. Yeah. In the last few months. And it's like, everyone, like, what I've learned about this show is the people that are pissing you off the most or the things that you're feeling the most reactive to is probably what you feel pissed triggered at, by. Yeah, triggered by and your own life and self. Yeah. I mean, I think. I don't I'm I mean just, that's not to discount the fact that like these people are psychotic and like easily hateable oh, at times course. but like uh, and on a more like in a personal application it's totally like, what does this say about me yeah <laughs> so uh, what does it say about you I mean it's I was I feel like I was desperately trying to I was desperately trying to like lock in a love relationship I think last mm-hmm. year in a way of like I'm good enough to marry because my um, boyfriend at the time had been he had just got out of a relationship for like six years mm-hmm. and so really early in with him I basically like oh my god he was Sheena and you yeah and I'm Rob <laughs> and he uh I just really wanted him to like love me and want to mm-hmm. have kids with me and family and all this stuff I wasn't ever talking about it at all yeah to the degree that Sheena is there or even explicitly in that way at all. But mm-hmm. like just the tone I brought to the relationship was very heavy, I think, because I was in competition with his ex. Like I wanted to actualize our relationship as like as intense as it could be. Yeah. Because she had had that, at least in my mind. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, 
So I think that's like, and I do remember going to Mexico at the end of last year and telling everyone about like being very in love and how great it is. And they're all like, you guys are going to come back soon. And, you know, because my friends that live there were so excited to come and meet him. And, and then I came back and like, I don't think I had left LAX before I was like crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, and yeah, it's the Sheena, but on that note, it's great to see the cast in the Yucatan region. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of by Tulum, yeah, are they not? Yeah, they're like yeah. 45 minutes. Playa del Carmen is halfway between Cancun and Tulum. Okay, cool. Because I was like TBD on Pla- a Playa del Carmen journey because I was like, where are these idiots Do you know going? the like social identity of it? The, like, I don't know the East Coast of Mexico as it's well as like, I know the West Coast. It's like the Reno to Vegas. It's like, I don't want to call Tulum Vegas, but it's like... It's like a Reno-y, Vegas-y... Relationship. Yeah, because it's kind of like... Playa del Carmen's cool. I mean, it just doesn't... It's more... um, Tulum's more like kind of zen, hippie, laid back. It's more bohemian a bit. And even though it's like becoming increasingly, increasingly like popularized and built up and Mm -hmm. uh, overbuilt, really, like Playa Playa del Carmen has like an H&M, you know? Okay. But there's also a lot of like resorts. Like Tulum's not allowed to have... Like huge resorts. Yeah. Yeah. So Playa del Carmen does. And there's more like gambling and there's more like... There, I don't know. There's, there's more Vanderpump there's more, behavior. There's more like sexy yeah. older people there too. And like. Okay, cool. Because I was wondering like, at first I thought that they were going to Tulum and I was like, what does Tulum have here for you people? Yeah. Like you don't like, you don't vibe on the same level as this. Uh-huh. And then now this is cleared up and it's actually very good that you're here because you're a big, you're a big Tulum head. I'm a head. Yeah, you, <laughs> a real head. You're really into Mexico. Headless. You've been a few times already this yeah, year. Yeah, totally. I love going. I love passing by right where the Vanderpump cast stayed. It's like on Dawes or mm-hmm. something. I always see it on. There's only like one main road. Yeah, that like or you know, not to say only one, but like the large road takes you from like Cancun. And I think you could go straight through to like Belize, you know, through mm-hmm. Playa del Carmen and Tulum and these places. So it was a very familiar journey watching them. But when I saw them arrive to that resort, I was like, oh, like it was so cringy, so cringy. Because, you know, whenever I'm there, I'm in my own world, right? Or like with certain friends or vibes and watching like Kristen, I think, or was it? Stassi like and they're like I like tacos it's curious yeah tacos are my life tacos are my life it's just like and right off the plane you know like I speak pretty good Spanish and like hearing Stassi jump off the bus and be like hola I was like (laughs) oh this is why (laughs) this is why I refrain sometimes yeah (laughs) um let's jump into the episode yeah uh, so it begins with Sandoval, who's coming early to work. He's like trying to craft some cocktails to really impress Mezcal. Lisa and make up. <laughs> In the middle of a meeting, once again, where it was inappropriate, like he brought a fucking cooler. Yeah, it's like no one wants to drink your weird, like watery, like cooler. Does cocktail. Lisa Vanderpump strike you as like a mezcal spicy cocktail lady? No, like, I thought she was going to hate it. Mild and then when palette. she liked it, I was like, no, like what's she was happening? Like, That's different. Yeah. Zandoval's <laughs> <laughs> so like crafting, like cra- trying to craft his cocktails and like prove that he can be less annoying than he was in Vegas. Um, and Lisa tells him that she wants the Toms to be copacetic. 
copacetic, copacetic as, the as the Americans say it. <laughs> and like, I think that's a, just a word. And then she's like, copacetic. And I'm like, sounds pretty similar. Sounds like you say it too. <laughs> Um, also, not that many Americans are like shouting out copacetic all no. that often. Though I do feel like it's like a, a word that like Tom, the Toms would use a lot. Regional term. Yeah, it's a regional <laughs> term. Um, we cut to Lala and Stasi planning Lala's showcase, which I'm really. When they're at the bar. When they're at the bar, the Phoenix, which I've been there. It's the I, fucking you, worst place. You've been to every fucking bar. I've been to every bar. <laughs> but I was like, dra- I was. Uh, dragged there as like a plus one to like a birthday party or something and mm-hmm. it was just it's truly the worst vibe in there it's in WeHo it's in WeHo it's on 3rd street it's really close to Toka Madera it's like I might be I next door I am so door. sick of hearing Toka Madera I kind that's of- not a normal like <laughs> Everyone's talking about Toka Madera, like such a hot spot. Toka Madera has gotten more press than than like this Stormy season, Daniels. Exactly, <laughs> she should go there. Yeah, like Toka Madera is now just like getting hyped. Yeah, but the Phoenix is right next to Toka Madera, oh, okay. and it's just like a big cavernous, like kind of broy bar. It uh-huh. really reminds me of like bars in Wrigleyville in Chicago, like when I would go out, and it was mm-hmm. just like crazy, like big kind of like bar clubs yeah yeah i don't i don't like it <laughs> you're not nostalgic no i was like and so stassi is still keeping up the charade that she's like planning events and she's like planning lala's showcase which just involves her like asking questions like yeah i'm like did she location scout like the all Phoenix she said and, like, was what, the only comment I've ever heard her say, this is like the first thing she said about any of these events, and it was awful. She's like, let's do dark purples and reds and make it moody. When it's like it's a WeHo like patio. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, why? <laughs> yeah, she is deep, sexy, dark, madly haunted house. Like, it already is dark in there. Like, I'm assuming I'm obsessed this with murder. I'm obsessed with murder. It's going to be at night. So it's like... Uh, and also the question she has she goes so do you think when people are performing like people aren't into and it Lala's and they like, don't pay attention? love that question <laughs> love that question like what who have you worked with before that this is what you're astounded by i know and also it's like they're like they really are trying to flex their like acting chops in these moments like acting so like, funny and also oh my god we met some of lala's producers or okay like, so watching okay, stassi is- meet Black Me, people. Two black people. Her, was, and it's like, uh, you know, she, like Lala's Stassi like, has never had a black friend. This is friend. Shantu and this is Black Elvis. And Stassi was like, she's like, hey, y'all. Yeah. Love your accessories. Ooh, she's I was, like, she has grills. She's like, I've never had a black friend before. No, I no. mean, like, supremacists at worst just never had a black friend at best. <laughs> Like, I loved that moment. But also, Lala's, like... But also, where did they go after, like, the instant, event was planned? They, they were gone. On the local- they weren't allowed to, like, take part Actually in, the, in, the in the pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the pretzel. Yeah. Shantun Black Elvis. Like, I actually want a reality show about that. It was so... um like familiar to me when the week before when they were in the studio in Studio City and it was not uh, familiar for me to see Sheena there no. but um yeah I loved getting that glimpse into what she's up to I'm sure I could totally see Lala at Paquito Moss yeah. on Coenga I think <laughs> 
She'd stop in for like a burrito. Yeah, it's a after studio a long hang. session yeah. in the stew. Like she needs to do. Clearly, I have roots in the music industry myself. God, I love Lala. What do you think about Lala's like her whole studio crew? Well, Lala's black scent is like a very real thing. Yeah, but unfortunately, like the cast is so like. I feel like something about the Vanderpump Rules cast overall, it's like they're not just, they're all white, but they're all also very, like, wherever they're from, they're all very, (laughs) it's so not, I'm not being clear, but they're just like very, like, all American white folks from California, like, Louisiana, Florida, the Midwest, but like, they're all like... It's just, just so homogenous. Yeah, like, that like Lala and like all of her like urban posturing is like ends up being refreshing. I mean, that's why she comes off as a star because she has like some style or swag, some, yeah. you know, and she's paying for it, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. she's paying for a whole team to like. She is paying for a team to like legitimize her in a yeah. way. Which kind of like, I was like, ooh, at first, but then I'm now kind of like, okay. I mean, I think it's a much better route than hoping James Kennedy will legitimatize you. Yeah, and I think it's a much better route than like trying to get either like the producer that did like Luann songs or like no. the producer that did, that worked with like Mike and Sheena when Sheena was like in the stew. That so, was crazy. And it, I'm, I look forward to hearing Lala's music. Like, I want to know. Well, she I reminds me of someone you. who's in the, um, Feeling You is a song, right? Feeling You is a classic. That's yeah. the that's what I use for the Opening. intro music of this podcast. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Lala gives me an Aubrey O'Day vibe with the like super Ooh. tan and like also just the um because like I know Aubrey's in the news for like Donald Trump Jr. Oh God, right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. But yesterday when she started like trending because of that, I didn't realize that was why. And I was just like, I finally. <laughs> Yeah, so I was watching some old clips of making the band and like um something about Aubrey was that she needed to like I fuck you to mm-hmm. really perform and so she would like ask even ask Diddy like can I like can I reorient the booth so that I can like really perform because I don't do a good vocal performance if I'm not really like looking at you mm-hmm. which really is just like hoeing in a hot yeah. way mm-hmm. and that's what Lala's great at too. So Lala's really like come such a long way from her beginnings of the on the show to now like she and i feel like this is the moment where on social media she came out as like being friendly with the rest of the girls on the cast like i remember them posting a lot of pictures from mexico and it was like what the fuck like they're friends now like this is mind-blowing but like Lala's just power moved everyone. Totally. Like she is the most interesting person on the show. She climbed it all. She climbed it all. She commands attention. She sits in the middle of the dinner or like Uh close to the middle, which is always like the power move. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like really here for her. Totally. She's the star of the show. Do you, when are we going to get her showcase is what I wonder. It has to be next week because if it, there was already a meeting last week, so if it takes more than three weeks to put but together, I feel like this they're in Mexico case. for oh, the next episode, wild. so it might be more they time. They shouldn't have shown us anything about the showcase. They're really yet. teasing out yeah. the showcase. I don't like that. Oh God, Stasi says she only listens to show tunes, reggaeton, <laughs> and the Game of Thrones sound. <laughs> I really liked that. That's the kind of like little quip that really gets me with Stassi because it just feels so real. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You get into her. I bet a lot of people relate to that kind of thing, you know, because like. 
Yeah. Not, I don't know. People want to have so much pressure to be cool or have great taste or be up on things, but a lot of people, frankly, aren't. Yeah. And she's not. I feel like Stassi, like, I can't imagine her listening to music and, like, enjoying it. Like, I feel like she no. probably. Well, she doesn't have a soul. Yeah. Like, like I feel like if she does listen, like, she would listen to those show things gr- in show, a moment, but mostly she just is, like, living in silence. Yeah, which the Game of Thrones soundtrack, I know that's not silence, but it gives me like a, I feel like people who are really obsessed with like TV and movie soundtracks Mm -hmm. are like also into similar things she loves like murder. Yeah, true. Stassi, but she has this also, so I've talked about this before on the podcast, but she has this like, she has a lot of uh, moments of awareness about like gender dynamics and like sexual like with the jeremy and like calling him a creep and like yeah and then today when she's sitting with lala at the table and she's like you know it's like we get called out like we get shamed for calling people out and so then we like take back what we say but it's like i'm not gonna do that anymore and i was like okay how did we get from like this point of some awareness to then the are we on a male witch hunt like infamous podcast episode it just doesn't add up to me it doesn't and it's like it makes her seem stupid yeah (laughs) which she she might be i know but like because you say she has this awareness like it comes off like she has these moments where it seems like she's actually yeah incorporating all her experiences to like re and position like herself opening up her mind and like kind of putting two and two together and yeah. being and having like realizations and like moving forward and then she does something so insanely regressive it makes me question even this moment like it makes me think that I didn't she just like is the way saying, she was talking about i didn't like the way she was uh, i don't know I, I didn't like the way she was talking about jeremy <laughs> <laughs> that's an unpopular opinion i'm very aware and i you know what that's what you're here to do mix I'm things here, up yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i i give was them like Lala. <laughs> tri- give them t-star yeah. i was triggered by the flashback of jeremy like Being hugging weird. her because i have like interacted with guys that have done that oh, kind of thing and totally it's so uncomfortable red, like, familiar yeah but like and now like after hearing her say this and then knowing about the like male witch hunt episode and then like coming back to this, it just makes me think that she's using the like shame as an excuse to like call him out. Especially in relation to her own, like I feel like she's only obsessive and it's not to say that I think it's not that I don't think Jeremy was acting creepy or that he should be like checked critiqued or checked for his behavior. That's definitely real. It's just the way Stassi is using the language to create a larger point around his behavior. I feel like is a direct reaction to the way she's been critiqued for race and for the way she's spoken about transgender people. And like, I don't know. I just think she's like into the language, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. When it serves her for gain. Yeah. That's what I mean, yeah. Um, Jack's, kicks Brittany out of his apartment so he can vibe with Kelsey and he lights like weird incense that was like logs it was like also like small as though it was was at the very end yeah (laughs) and so he lights his incense he like cleans up he takes that uh, broom and is shoving (laughs) it up there (laughs) and then he 
he presents as a different person to Kelsey than he does it's to anyone else. Like and once again, like, I'm like, you know, they're filming. Like yeah. we can see your, like his eyes. It becomes so intense. Like his charismatic eye is yeah. so different. And like his, just his energy, the way he sits and he's kind of like a little softer and like more present. Jason. And Jason comes Jason. out. And Jason bought the croissants for them. Oh, my God. And also, it was as though they had discussed enjoying Sweet Lady Jane croissants specifically because when she saw them, she was like, oh, you got croissants for us? But, like, I feel like if you didn't have some sort of, like, prior discussion about the croissants, you wouldn't frame it like that. Yeah. And they have, like, he can't, he says he can't have any distractions because seeing Kelsey is the highlight of his week. Um Brittany calls Brittany calls them she goes I have no idea what happens in these Ricky sessions. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Bitch it's your Ricky. Bitch it's your Ricky. <laughs> I live for Ricky sessions. Ricky sessions. I don't know what's going on in them Ricky sessions. She's always like, I love her when she has glasses on and is grabbing the dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, where did she go? I was literally thinking that too. I was like, she has to like walk to one of those cafes and sit outside with yeah. the dog. She's going to like... I don't think she goes over to Katie's house. I don't know. Or maybe like walk down to like King's Road Cafe or something. Yeah. And just like sat there for an hour and like thought about Hot Jack. Chocolate. Maybe she went to get a spray tan because she came back and she was looking so Super insanely deep. tan. <laughs> yeah, they like all deep were. tan, yeah. So Jack's and Kelsey do a centering exercise to just like kick things off. And she's like pulling the energy like out of his throat and like touching his head. And I know like I was jealous cause I know how good that feels to have someone like yeah, touch your you. head like that. Yeah. And like work on you. I love it. And then Jack says he has a lot of anxiety about going to Mexico. Oh, what a problem. I know. <laughs> and he's just, and he also says he's been going to the gym three times, times a, day. a day, but was that in preparation for Mexico? I'm like, because that seems we like just saw much. you in big bear, like, drowning yeah so it's like what are you what are you training for you can honestly it can be hard enough to go once a day <laughs> it's hard enough to go once a day to, i can't imagine i don't three. maybe i've done a two a day like a couple morning times. and night yeah but like three times a day is like that's so well, much maybe showering you should move and go get a different job if that's what your schedule is <laughs> affording you <laughs> yeah he got he tells her about the job offer his in dream Tampa. Job. his dream job <laughs> He goes, got a job in Tampa doing hockey, (laughs) client relations, social media, marketing. It's like, what? Dream, dream, dream. My dream job. Brady's like, I've never heard him mention hockey before. (laughs) I love like, also in Tampa, like I didn't know. I mean, I don't know anything about hockey and quite frankly, like. it was a hub. Yeah. That's why like Jack's muted on Twitter for so long because I was like, this bro does nothing but tweets about hockey. Like who cares? Yeah. He does love it. He loves it. Yeah. I felt like Brittany was acting like she didn't know that he, maybe she knew that he loved hockey, but that he didn't, she didn't know that he wanted like a career in it. Yeah. He, she didn't know that he wanted a job doing social media and client relations and marketing for hockey. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I love he's just like, I got a job doing hockey. Like, <laughs> that's what that's I mean. It was so weird. And then the, when, then when she was talking about it as a new thing, I was like, what is it? A hockey app? Like, yeah. Like it's not, it's like really unclear. How could it be new if it's a team? Kelsey, I noticed her wedding ring. Oh, you did. It's you're like so, so, so major. Smart, she astute. had like this like 
rock on her rock. finger. Yeah, and it's blue with like lots of diamonds around it. She's a rich Ricky. <laughs> She's a rich Ricky healer. I don't know what goes on them Ricky sessions. But could you, I mean, this was one of the most beautifully crafted experiences of the whole show for me because like watching this guy, this serial cheater who's been like, you know, it wasn't just cheating with Brittany. Like it was so ugly. And yeah. to watch him, you know, get this healer, invite this healer over and have Brittany like, you know, rush out with the dogs, AKA the kids. Mm-hmm. Like it reminded me of my, I have an aunt who, um, got cheated on by her. It was like us, a radio show. Her husband had a radio show uh, and they would do it from the house and he would invite a woman over every afternoon to do the radio show no. together. And then after like years and she had two little kids that she would have to like go. Like that's why they would come over to our house. They didn't live that close, but she yeah. would like try to find anywhere to come hang out. Um, and they were just having an in-house affair the whole time. And, Jax was giving me that kind of vibe because it's like everyone gone. He gets rewarded for yeah. his behavior. And it's like it's he's punishing Brittany. Like the way that he went about his it to be like entitled. you usually He's like, you need to leave. This is the highlight of my week. I can't have any distractions. Yeah. And then she comes back and he's like, God, I just love Kelsey. Like, I finally it, feel that so her good. communication issues are the cause of all their relationship issues. Yeah. And like spins it like he has like terrible anxiety and just like he's really trying and like he got this opportunity and like that's how he's gonna clean it it's like he takes responsibility for nothing every time britney even mentions the cheating thing he like flips out and is such a dick to her and it's like then he gets valid outside validation from this woman that probably has no fucking clue like what he's actually like like i can't imagine kelsey the ricky healer sits she's down. like the one healer who had been in improv classes before yeah he's like i'll take him mm-hmm. like let's yeah do she's this. like needs like a business boost she's like trying to establish right, her like, brand so she's like i'll just get on the show like sure yeah and I had thought for a long time that they were like having an affair, but then someone messaged me on Instagram and they were like, I know Kelsey and she's like married and in like a loving relationship and she's like would never do that. So it truly is like she's just like trying to heal Jason. It was just it's like because I feel like that's what happens. Right. And like maybe everyone is uh, or everyone who like experiments with different new age things like so much of it is like super hyper individualistic you know where it's like you are your destiny you know your body your breath like Mm -hmm. and just being really accountable for that and it's like it it's just so fun in la you see it play out all the time where that just like feeds really selfish people right where it's like your energy is bad britney your energy, you know, he talks like such a little bitch. Like I know, that. he's like, a fucking Brittany, little bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't come around me with your energy's like that. It's like, geez, he's like, you know. When Brittany comes home and she's, well, first Kelsey gives Jax a bunch of that black tourmaline. Oh, yeah. And I, I was some. like, honey, you're going to need like a boulder of that. Yeah. Like rolled <laughs> I like the imagery that he suggested, though, of having it like paneling his house. Mm-hmm, yeah, that I would be that. sexy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I also just love the thought of Jax Taylor having healing crystals course accessories but i agree with you where it's like i feel like a lot of like healers and that whole trope it's like a lot of it is like complimenting you on stuff and Uh like getting you to trust them and and that's not to say that i think that they're bullshit because i think 
there are some people totally. that have like a gift and a skill and I totally believe and subscribe to it. Yeah. But it's like when you're a, a psychotic person and like you're involved with a healer, like I just don't think that anything good is going to no. come of that. And also you are paying this person to serve you. Like what I think is funny is that there's no mention ever of the idea of them receiving the healing together because Brittany went through like tons of trauma, like Mm -hmm. just as much, if not more within that context of their recent relationship than Jack. So it's like, I get why it's like his, you know, his problem to take care of, but it's like, I don't know. I just think it's funny that it's not ever brought up that she, you know, the den would allow Brittany to go too. Yeah. like Kelsey's not opposed. I'm sure. Or even like the idea of it's like in order to heal, you kind of have to go through like a purge process. Yeah. And like, that's where you would think that Jax would be trying to go to therapy. I or wish like, she was telling Kelsey realer stuff. Yeah. yeah. And like actually talking about and taking accountability for his behavior. But like he's skipping over that whole part and just going straight to the healing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, honey, that's not how it works. No, 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 no. Um, Brittany comes home and Jax is on a Kelsey high and Brit's it's like, so annoying. She's like, did you and Kelsey have a good conversation? Do you get a good talk? And Jax's like, and so whatever, you, whatever you do. <laughs> I like when she's like that. She's cute. <laughs> she's there's something I can do it's to help you. And then he tells Brittany about the job and they get in a fight. That is so annoying. Like, no. I mean, I'm ready. I don't know. Like, I think it's absolute bullshit for Sheena to think that she's in a position to, you know, save someone from a relationship. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I do... After seeing the way, and this is a whole other moment, but like seeing the body panning close up of Brittany in the private pool in Mexico with Jax, and like she's so hot, like I really, she's mm-hmm. so nice and she's hot, and yeah. it's like I'd like to see her get with someone. I'm I I used to root for them as a couple, but now I'm really wanting to see her with someone new, like yeah. a basketball player or something. I know, and I'm really just like what frustrates me in this episode the most is like Brittany has no sense of agency anymore. Like yeah. she just is like so passive and kind of lets things happen or like yeah. lets people fight her battles for her. Mm-hmm. And it's like I hate that. I couldn't imagine so many people talking about my relationship all the time in front of me in front of me it's not that i don't think that not that you know i expect them to talk within that that group or whatever but just like her crazy silence but it must be so hard you know the realest moment was when she was telling sheena last week like but i love him i don't know what to do and like i think a lot of people relate to that right like you just love someone and not everyone wants, like, not everyone is aspirational, mm-hmm. you know? Like, Sheena's, like, crazy aspirational, right? It's all yeah. happening. <laughs> like, she wants it. Like, she always wants something better, different, mm-hmm. you know, or, like, has a certain vibe. But I feel like Britney's aspiration maybe isn't as, not necessarily high, but do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, like, she just wants. She's like, well, I have love. Well, it's when she perfect, said to but... Jax, like when they're fighting in Mexico and they're ta- talking about that job and he's like, what about my dreams? Like, this is my dream. Like, what do you want for your yeah. life? And she's like, well, I want just someone to love me and not cheat on me. And like, exactly. And it's like, that is what she wants. But it's like, honey, you're, you're not, not going to get it. it from this. And it, it was real when Sheena was like, so just because you've been doing that for two years, you want to do it the rest of your life. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that framing was helpful for me. <laughs> yeah. No, that's like, and that's so real. Like and, you don't 
just because you've done something for a amount of time you to keep doing it you don't ever have to keep doing it if that's not right for you but when i'm like i know i'm oogling over britney and i don't want to jump ahead but like when she was looking so hot in that pool it was right after like while she was looking gorge and had just planned this trip and got them this, this suite and ha- is hearing plenty of criticism for doing that before they mm-hmm. even go. Jax was in that pool with Brittany Topless on the beach or whatever in Mexico talking about how Kelsey made him feel so good and how yeah. he's, he's saying, I feel so amazing. And Brittany's looking at him like, yes, babe. And he goes, I think it's because of Kelsey. I know. And it's just <laughs> like, fuck. But everything that he says to her is like, this is someone basically telling you without doing the service of telling you explicitly that they don't want to be in a relationship yeah, with you. Yeah, like yeah. he's telling, it's like the Tampa job. Like I th- think exactly, that that's a lot like right. that. If someone comes to you in a relationship and, and you're like, ha, like even if they haven't cheated on you, but they're like, Hey, I got this job and like, I think I really want to do I'm it. Going. And it's like something that you've never even talked about before. It's like that person probably does not, factor you into like a future like their future and then like going on the trip and then saying that stuff about kelsey and like just the way he handles himself is very like it's shitty of him because he should do he should do her a favor and be like i don't yeah but like guys like that don't do that with someone yeah Yeah, and 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 someone will always just be around for him so he'll take what he can get like guys like that just never pull the plug because like why Why should they if they still get rewarded which is all the more reason to not be that girl i think yeah and i think it's like kind of a good lesson to like watch her and just be like don't be like britney yeah don't like fall for this shit because it's like obviously i get it like i've been i've been like in love with someone and very like tortured over that and not knowing what to do about the relationship but like i guess and as you get older you just start to realize that like love is so separate like your feelings are so separate from like the facts and like what's going on yeah and and like how do you have a harmony right yeah i also feel like in this episode jack's for the millionth time mentioned the financial thing too like i feel like it came up within the context of like him going to florida you know like that he gets to make it why wouldn't you want to go to florida and don't say friends because friends don't pay the bills and i was like oh my god you're abusive yeah like could you (laughs) imagine having a good reason to not he's like don't say friends because we're adults and friends don't pay the bills could you imagine hearing about the bills that your boyfriend's paying for you that many times no i would actually like i'd probably stab someone but also her friends do pay the bills because she's on a reality show with them and that's like how they're all making money but that's what i also wanted to ask you because i think you know more than me is like um about this particular (laughs) (laughs) is like how much richer is jackson britney like do you really believe that he's much more lucrative and like that he's much more profitable than her yeah i mean he's been on the show for longer and been more of like a public figure so i and i think that like between his paycheck for the show and like club appearances and but do you like think he has a savings he claims that he does He's it's, claimed in interviews that he has like so much money. I mean, I really? don't know the details. Like, that's I, cool. I've like it's a cool thing to claim. Yeah, he. he <laughs> I'm claims, claiming that now. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm like manifest destiny. Yeah, but 
I mean, I am assume that Brittany makes like a decent amount of money from doing yeah, the show that's what now. I'm trying to say, Enough like, where that- she could rent an apartment or like have a roommate. She works of at course. Sir. She's on the reality show. She like gets like she could get Sugar a side Bear, hustle. Yeah, Fab like, Fit Fun. And she all, has a she ton of Instagram followers. Yeah. Like there's no way that she's, she's very not likable to the most in the most marketable basic way for like all those brand things. Yeah. It just like it just feels really tired for Jax. I guess if he has this huge nest egg, it's a different thing. But I just, even if he's been on the show and earning more in, in these ways longer, it's like, it's not as though she has nothing. So yeah. like, shut up. I like, know. stop acting like that. But then also it's like, could you imagine you meet someone and then you live like across the country from them and they're like, come to LA and move in with me and like, I'll help you out. Like, yeah. it's not like she moved here and had a job right away. No. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, not like she, she got, just wanted to move here. Yeah. It was like, no, come here and like do this. And so obvious, I'm sure that he had to pay for a lot of stuff for her because it's like, yeah, she moved from fucking Kentucky. Because he wanted that. Because he wanted that. And so he let her move into his apartment and like, and it's just, he takes no responsibility for a single goddamn thing. Brittany just needs to hang out with Lala more. Brittany needs to hang out with Lala and just like, really, I don't think that she needs a man. Like, I think that that's so not the answer. Yeah. Even though that's like classically what all the Vanderpump people do is just like hop from one serious relationship to another. But like, I would love to see Britney just like single, like getting her sass back and like really discovering like her self worth and like investing in that. And then like she would be so much like more successful than Jax like could ever be in many ways beyond, beyond just vanity monetary vanity. It's like, just in like having a happy, fulfilling life. She's like a fun, you know, she's a cheerful chick. She's like a cheerleader. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to work with kids with yeah. disabilities? That part was getting a little bit complicated. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sheena. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. 
Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob get together to go over their Their business business idea, the divorce closet. What I love about Rob is he's such a hard worker. It's like he showed you four logos. He showed you four logos. He trademarked the divorce closet. He was inspired by your journey to create this business and then like as he's trying to tell you that like primary he would equity have majority equity you're like just not paying attention you're like sometimes i look in her eyes on their sour blow she's like she's so fake <laughs> she just is like she, she's such a bad actor she's like i just get lost like, but Rob liked it. He laughed in a genuine more than I la- thought. He laughed in a genuine way. On the second watch of the episode, yeah. I noticed that Rob loved Sheena getting lost in his eyes. Those two, my God. Also, who, <laughs> when you get divorced, like what? What is all the stuff that you? What have about to sell? Craigslist? Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't see why it's like, like. But what are you set like? Wouldn't you give someone she said, back the, the only stuff example they, I've ever heard is that she wants to get rid of Chase Snowboard. Yeah. <laughs> and like you could have just listed that on Craigslist. Yeah. You don't have to start like a huge business and like put all this time and money into a site to like get rid of Chase that's like Snowboard. A, it's like 
vindictive of Rob to make Sheena the face of divorce closet when oh, all yeah. she, when all she wants is to get married. All they they love to like torture Shay, and then Sheena also ends up getting tortured <laughs> by trying to be torturing <laughs> yeah, Shay. Because like they were super together for a long time. Yeah, and like tv i wonder if the divorce closet exists or if they're like launching it soon or if it's like are they still in business (laughs) are they they, still together yeah they're not still together you know for sure i'm pretty sure yeah they like broke up i think in october or something but have you ever said dear friends have you ever said that to someone like have you ever said like and then one day i'm gonna marry you (laughs) never neither i have actually never like had like a crazy like we're gonna get married moment to someone's face me neither i don't think i've even said that to like a friend in relation to someone like i've me said neither. like <laughs> i want to I've, I've said like i want to get married to this yeah. person but i've never said like we're, we're talking like we're it's happening. it's happening it's all happening it's all happening but go off next like, time i get married i'm just gonna be with you stares at that ho- that the hotel that tattoo <laughs> <laughs> And it's like so prevalent in that scene because she's like flipping her hair and then like putting it up in her top bun and then she's just like crazily staring at Rob. Her, uh, yeah. As he tells her he's just gonna use her as the face of this company that she inspired and then he's gonna but take I also majority got equity. Because when they were in her closet before and oh, it was inspired by her own divorce closet. Yeah. So that's interesting because before it seemed more like a joint idea and like when it was first introduced they were in sheena's closet so then you get that like that's mm-hmm. post-divorce she made her closet like her or like her room a closet blah 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 yeah but like in this episode she's like it was rob's idea it's sort of like kind of you kind know, of maybe but also platform like, but if you're the face of it and it was born out of your fucking closet like, yeah like you are literally the inspiration for this company like don't just like let this guy come in and make you the face of it and then take all the equity like open up your fucking eyes sheena she's azusa's hottest muse <laughs> amusa yeah <laughs> Lisa saying hello to her horse is wild. Ah, sexy. (laughs) She goes, hello, my prince. Woo, woo, sexy boy. Give me a kiss. But her Her horse wears a tiara. The physical of it, too. Like, she approached him real quick. Like, it was like, I never had seen her so, not rough, but like, she was very like. She got like randy physical and physical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she had a moment. And then she rode her horse while Brittany walked, walked that it. one next well, to her. At first, Brittany's like, I'm kind of scared. And then quick cut to Brittany walking the horse <laughs> and saying, well, at least if I don't ride, I still. <laughs> She's like, I'm I not used to be out here. Horses like this. And then it cuts to her horses like, like baby, mini horses. Baby ponies. <laughs> But I'm like, why would you walk? I guess you could. I don't know. It seems like a really weird conversation to have, and you're like walking. One person's just walking and holding the horse reins. Small, so it's like there was a big horse between them. Yeah. (laughs) And then Lisa's like asking Britt why she planned the trip. Yeah. Because she's codependent and like needs Jack. That's what I was relating to as well. Yeah. Like I hate that. Like. We all just want to spoil these people that have already fucked up, you know? Yeah. And it never works. No. Like, I remember one time I had this boyfriend that was like kind of a Jax type. Uh-huh. And for one Christmas, like I went and got like spent like $150 on like turtlenecks from Banana Republic and like presented them to him like yeah. at Christmas, like at our Christmas date. Yeah. yeah and he yeah. was just a dick. 
He's like, great. He's like, great. And then gave me a present and he got me like shoe fleece shoes that you put in the microwave to like to warm, warm your up. Feet. Yeah. I was like, excuse me. Yuck. I was like, I'm 20 years old. <laughs> I don't want these. What are you guys doing? I I was like, I just did not understand that present at all. No. I was like, what? I'm not. That's not even like a fun spa self care present. It's like you can't even walk. They have like. It's just like the the textures and smells and. I I really was like, (laughs) this relationship that our days are numbered. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What comes to mind for me is cooking like an elaborate, expensive dinner. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of those things, recent, not that, re- that recently, but not that long ago. But I just feel like even if they receive it kindly, which Jax doesn't even really with the trip or anything, as we've already talked about, like he's just thinking. No, whatever. he's just like, I have anxiety. I don't want to go. Yeah. It's like even if they like what you do for them, if they're not also doing that for you, then Done. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Done. You know? And like, Brittany is like justifying it to Lisa and she's like, going on vacation does him really well. And it's like, yeah, no fucking shit. I was listening to that like me too. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Like, definitely. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tom Tom looks pretty good. Yeah. It's like so big. It's a lot bigger than I thought it was. Yeah, be. like it has high ceilings, sort of, right? High ceilings. But who do you think Lisa's hornier for? The horse or that designer? Both. That lighting designer. <laughs> she wants a threesome. <laughs> Nicolaine. I Nicolaine. thought his name was Nicolaine. <laughs> and then it, I finally. Like Elodie or something. <laughs> yeah, I like finally put it together that it's Nick Elaine. And then his designs are not for me. I'm like, not. They're very industrial pub yeah they're very gastro pub but she's like he's a genius she loves him <laughs> i've love- never heard lisa like admit Be- to being horny for another guy know, over ken the animals and yeah. nicola yeah only the animals get that kind of sexual like no vibe. but i was glad she commented on it because the behavior was so evident yeah and she had to speak to it because if you don't it's like obviously it's weirder <laughs> yeah nicolaine is sexy though yeah, I like it. I, I mean, like it. I like what's sexy to me is the way I'm learning. Like, I'm learning to pump people up that I think are sexy in the way that Lisa did him. Because mm-hmm. the minute that, you know, like Tom's talking or whatever, and the minute that he appears, she's like, there he is, the genius. Like, yeah. I don't know. I want to have that kind of showmanship with my business relationships. You know what? I think Lisa's uncovered a really good trick. And a good flirting trick, so which is, and I've actually employed this and it yes. worked wonders, which is if you meet someone that's like really hot and like you, all you have to do is like stroke their ego for like an hour and then they like are obsessed with you. Totally. So you just like compliment and like ask them a ton of questions about like their life and like mm-hmm. what they work on and then like just like really like make it into something overflow. With yeah, your- overflow and then just like kind of needle them about it and then they like it men do i don't know about i can't speak for women but i imagine i wish i had a nicolaine piece framed in my apartment like i want (laughs) one of those drawing the rendering cabinet yeah Yeah, like a rendering. yeah (laughs) i love when they had been in vegas and he's fucking it up like (laughs) like the lights dropping or whatever what i think is so funny about tom tom is that 
Lisa's branding strategy, like across the board, is sexy, mm-hmm. and that Tom Tom is the masculine sexy. It's like mm-hmm. the leather bar of her offerings. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nicolaine's really bringing that vision to life with the whole like he's a genius industrial vibe. Nicolaine is a genius. <laughs> I hope we get more of Nicolaine in this season. All geniuses are located in Nevada. Mm-hmm. In Vegas, specifically. <laughs> um, Tom Sandoval makes Lisa his little mezcal honey scorpion chili cocktail. Mask drink, Mask right? drink, yeah. Spooky with and the And Lisa likes it. You could, yeah, she does. It had honey in it. I wanted, I was enjoying the idea of some mezcal with honey. Yeah, I think it probably tasted good. I've had like some of Tom Sandoval's like uh, craft cocktails cocktails, and he's a very talented bartender. He is a mixologist and he does it, he does it upright. I feel like we're Vanderpump equals and then I remember. I know my past. A lot of clout. Yeah. Yeah. Stassi calls Kristen an emotional terrorist. It was out of nowhere. Like, it was like if you and I went to Palm Springs right now, and I was like, Laura, I fucking hate traveling with you. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, why? No one is ex- giving context for why Stasi hates traveling with Kristen. No, there was nothing that sparked it, except, like, they tried to use the bed footage to seem like that was the spark of the conflict. But that just seemed silly. That wasn't, it wasn't that. Yeah, and, like... I so I'm like unclear on what what the problem is, but I'm looking forward to getting to the bottom of but it. But also, I mean, why don't they get their own room just for drama? Um, like, why do Peter and James have to share? I think probably because well, I think the hotel provided the rooms because at the end of, of the episode it, it said, said it, yeah, and they probably just don't want to provide double the rooms. Like, it's, like, cheaper. For, the hotel's, like, we'll give you these rooms for free, but it's, Six like... Six versus 12 or yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Didn't Raquel want to go? Oh, I didn't even think about so that. Weird. Raquel seems like she might be kind of shell-shocked after Big Bear. Like, that was she great. seems really fragile, to be honest. Like, yeah. her beauty queen facade melted away rather quickly. The candle's burning. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I'm, I am I was worried for her after Big Bear, so I think she earned, I like, a break. she was communicating, like, so directly, like, James, <laughs> that's not cool. <laughs> when? <laughs> I love her just, like, slow talking. She speaks so slow compared so to everyone slow. on that show and us. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, she just seems to be like physically like depleted after like she doesn't know how to like go on vacation and keep up the glam which is like i understand that because i don't think i'd be able to either like if cameras are on and it's like Uh you have to be like at like a stassi level of glam 24 7 but like raquel really can't do it i like seeing stassi without makeup at barney's beanery drinking in the (laughs) airport though Tom Schwartz eats $10 nuts because he's like, I'm opening up a club with Lisa and Ken. God, <laughs> he's like, like a kid. You it's don't get it. Like, you just paid 25 It's not like you got paid to open up this club. You, you paid. paid. So, like, you should probably, like, save Keep the $10. Habits as they are. Um, Tom and Katie say they had the best year of their entire oh, relationship. I'm obsessed with their inverse approach to marriage, mm-hmm. right? It's like, I feel like popular narrative is like, you're together, you're really happy, you get married, things get hard at times, but you persevere. And their story that they're like talking about nonstop is like, 
things have been hard as you've seen, mm-hmm. but now, but it's like, what was the cheating? Like, par- I mean, that was part of the happiest year of your relationship. Great. Yeah. It's very strange. And I feel like it's like, it's not getting addressed as much as I need it to be because it's like, he has like serially cheated on you. Do you feel like gut re- gut feeling, however many episodes left there are of the season, that like more shit will come out with them? Or are they going to have like a static? I don't know. I could see them just like brushing over it because like she probably doesn't want those storylines out there exactly. and she wants to change the like narrative and the perception. Right? Yeah. And like, I mean, last year didn't do anyone any favors like last season so So i spoke pretty harshly about katie last time i was on the podcast Mm -hmm. but i just want to say that i'm so proud of what a loyal wife she is (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding but i found out she is a capricorn so i felt a little bit of astrological kindred loyalty to her now yeah james is so happy to be in mexico he's like on cloud nine to just be included with the crew. James just wants to be loved. But it's sad. Like, Jax is a fucking asshole. I hate it when he has to take... Who has a birthday dinner? Like, you're all there on the trip, and you really have to grab these boys to tell them about your, your opportunity. It's like, why don't you just tell them at the table? Yeah, because he knows that he'll get called out by all the women at the table. I bring it up because I was sad that he excluded James in that moment, even I though I know why. It's like, it's just shitty. I, as much as I like um, gossip and critique, I don't like bullying. <laughs> no, and I felt bad for James in that moment. Like, yeah, you could tell even though it's silly, it's like, sad. he's like, come on. He doesn't know what the, what like they're going on about. Well, but James is also really sensitive. Like, yeah. I think that he's like had a lot more struggles than we real get to see. And like after meeting his dad and like, we know his family history. It's yeah. just like, he truly just wants love and acceptance. Totally. Jackson Britt take a swim where Britt is topless in her underwear. She looks great. She looked great. She They're should both- post more stuff like that. Like, um, I felt like Bravo was like really like gratuitous with their, capturing of her body in that moment which yeah they did the I, i'm down to take more get more of but yeah. like um just seemed like we don't usually see any of them like so like that she also seemed kind of drunk obviously she, i mean they all are drunk yeah they're like all they're drinking all the so many shots yeah we get a flashback so sassy and kristen are like arguing over the bed and then we get a flashback of the last time kristen was in mexico when she was fighting with oh, sandoval jump off the balcony throwing herself on the balcony like drinking just like finishing everyone's like mimosas yeah and it made me really miss kristen me too and i loved in that moment the flashback she goes can I can you give me the bottle of tequila? And Stassi barely pauses, but I love how there's just like a, like a hint of a pause, and she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Jax and Britt argue in the bathroom about Jax's Tampa job, and Jax is wearing like a lady's shirt, kind of. Yeah. It's, like, it's a very <laughs> scoop neckline, and I was just like, "What His is pectorals. this?" Yeah, he had like little tits, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Like you know, when it was just like it really no, rubbed me it's the all wrong too way. Many scoops, yeah, lots of scoops. Lisa and Adam have like a scene, which I am like why? so just like a why boring. Adam A is not that hot. 
Everyone, if you have to tell us how hot someone is more than us just thinking they're hot, it's like, you did it wrong. There's a lot of hot people. Yeah, and he's not one of them. And like, yeah, his pictures are fine, but like, he doesn't not look fine. like he doesn't look like the pictures that we were seeing. No, and I, but I did like, I did enjoy. I guess I just love business in this way. When Lisa's <laughs> describing his duties as a bar back, replenishing. I love the word replenishing too. Mm-hmm. Replenishing the bar versus all of the nuanced tasks of the bartenders yeah. who serve over 350 drinks on a Saturday night. Very different. I also like anything <laughs> where someone is set up to fail, like, and we get to see that. Like, so sure, like, try. Make the mojito, and then he can't do yeah. it, and it's like, lol. But <laughs> um, the Mexico crew goes out to dinner, and things kick off with the round of tequila shots. Yeah, which... When's the last time you went? I've, I wish I went to more dinners where the shots happen right away. Like, like in Mexico at a dinner that if it's like gonna be like Mexican food, yeah. I can totally see like starting off with a round of shots. Like that doesn't seem. Oh, that well, they do wild, that everywhere. But they do that everywhere. And what was crazy to me is that like Kristen has now had like drank a lot of tequila, taken a shot of tequila, and then switches to, to shots vodka. of vodka, which is that's fucked up. Really fucked up. <laughs> vodka with an orange slice uh-uh. no comprende uh-uh. everyone's happy for sheena because she's finally divorced and then she can't stop talking about rob and she's just like he's just like the kind of guy that can like put up a tv and like but we've already heard but she, <laughs> we've why already is she so obsessed with that flat screen she loves tv she loves she watches TV. herself probably i know but i'm like <laughs> it is not like I will relate to her on one fact because I did the TV I have in my apartment. Uh I had bought like in 2015 and then it sat in a box in my apartment for over a year, like just sitting there. Because you didn't want to put it up. Because I didn't want to put it up. It was like a whole thing and I just like didn't real. I didn't understand what to do. And then I like finally forced my boyfriend to like at the time to like help me put the TV up and it was like not a very fun it wasn't a really fun experience and like so i really respect it would have been hot if he it would have been hot if he had just thrown it up in seven minutes i would have had like a total sheena reaction yeah i mean i'm into anyone doing things for me but i don't i just usually thank them once (laughs) (laughs) you don't bring it up as like a touchstone laura produced the best podcast yesterday (laughs) you guys never (laughs) Think about Rob is he's just so amazing. He's like the kind of guy that can put up a TV in seven minutes. Yeah, like if that's your fucking tagline for the show, it's a bore. What? Think about your- Rob is he loves cheating on me at Toka Madera. Think about Rob is that it takes him seven minutes to put a flat screen TV on the wall. Oh. Jax tells the Toms in a quiet side conversation that he got a job in Tampa. Tampa is also like the Toka Madera of Vanderpump Rules where it's getting a lot of good press and then love. I'm like, no, no offense to any of the listeners that may live in Tampa, but like... Pledge if you're from Tampa. (laughs) (laughs) But like Tampa's like not a desirable location. Not when you live in Los Angeles and have a TV show that films in Los Angeles. That's the po- that's the part I don't get. Like, does Jack Swan off the show? I don't think so. I think he just wants like sto- like drama and storyline. But I'm like, you're not going to quit this show and like fucking move to Tampa and do social media for you're hockey. Not, there's nothing to film interesting if you're doing social media. Yeah. Also, like a social media job, like 
Well, you're going to be like a social media manager. Also, not to age shame, but he's always talking about how he's 40. It's like most social media managers aren't of that age. Yeah, they're a little bit younger, a little more hip to the Emergent technology. And also, I'm like, what qualifies you to do any of the things that you just mentioned? Oh, tone, voice, editorial (laughs) perspective. He's like client relations. (laughs) Like, I don't think that Jax can like successfully write an email, let alone like manage a social media schedule for a brand and then like like, deal with clients and then plan events, which is what he later said that he was doing. They were like, what are you going to do there? And he was like, that sounds like a lot of tasks. Yeah, it's like, what is this job? Why don't you say who offered it to you, too? Yeah. I love it when Katie trolled by mentioning Jax's sweater and fitness (laughs) I loved that, too. Because I sort of wasn't thinking about that. I didn't think about that either, but both of those were failed. And it made me really sad that the fitness app never happened. Because I downloaded it. This was like season, I think... Season three was when we discovered that he had the fitness app. Uh-huh. And so I downloaded it and was like so excited for Jax's like to burgeoning tutorials. Yeah. Like fitness instructor career. Cause like he at one point had like the whole physique and vibe of someone that I would like love to learn squats from. Well, he goes to the gym three times a day. So. Three times a day. So I'm sad that he didn't continue that. And I think that he should maybe fire up the fitness app again. I agree. And also when I think I love the joy he displayed in the um when he's looking at the sweater shoe and he's like this Nordstrom catalog. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. James is like, okay, so the girls are confronting Brit uh-huh. about like why what's Jack's talking yeah, about. Yeah. She tells them about his like Tampa job. They're shitting on it. And then James like kind of pipes up and he's cause they're talking about trying to hook Brit up with Adam. Yeah. And James is like, Oh, don't tell her that. Like blah blah blah. And he has this huge mosquito bite on the side of his face that I he was does. like, ow. And you know he I've hates been there. that too. Yeah. yeah, I've been there too, but it's unsightly and he doesn't I'm just like, like why now? You know when I it's always at dinner when it's happening. Always dinner. Yeah. You know you're supposed to um rub banana skin on your mosquito bites. Really? I've never heard that in my life. What does it do? It's, it's an antihistamine. Secret. It's a Tulum secret. <laughs> yep. <laughs> ah, Riviera goddess. Yes, Riviera Maya. Um Jax comes back and lies about his job. <laughs> What kind of stuff you <laughs> Events, social media, like what? Client relations. Client relations. Because there is this idea, especially like, I feel like every bar or like a lot of, I don't know, you know, like in the world of Sir, blah, 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 all these bars and stuff, like there are people who just come in and probably say all the time that they do client relations, bringing clients to dinner and just like doing coke and like getting drunk with people visiting for a weekend. Yeah. So I'm sure Jax is like, sounds perfect yeah and i'm sure he'd be great at that i mean like he could take a bunch of dudes out and like have a good time have like a coke night with them and like i guess they would sign up for more hockey that wouldn't i love to to more cheating yeah i like it's like mm, this whole thing is just like very sus Mm -hmm. and the best moment of the entire episode in my opinion was when ariana is like so Jax comes back, everyone like hops on him and is like, what the fuck, Tampa? And then Ariana's like, I just want to make sure that Brit can still do like what it is she wants to do with her life. And then Sandoval's like, Brittany, like, what do you want to do with your life? And then she starts talking and like, 
she goes, you know, I've told you like how I just love like working with and he goes, animals. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kristen throws back her shot and whips her head around and it was like such like prime Kristen, Kristen Doty. Yeah. It was like choreography. Go- yeah, it was like the most raw Kristen moment <laughs> and it just like filled me with joy. Oh my god. Her like whipping around. It was like <laughs> Don't talk about Britney like that. <laughs> but it's like I I mean they all knew, but him they all knew I love animals. <laughs> animals. <laughs> and then she goes, nah. then there's a moment where Britney's like, I just really love like I've always loved and I hope to work with kids that yeah. have mental disabilities. And it's like, okay, that's like wonderful and yeah, you should do that. But like, what about your life right now in any way shape or form is aligned with that that, like goal she mentioned that it was just unclear she probably was just so uncomfortable like as you said with the agency thing she's just like not speaking directly like when she's trying to tell Jax that she's also like you know what i do over the summer with uh." (laughs) he's like animals like what he's like social media event uh, events social media client Animals. relations but also can you see britney like going to go interview for a job and they're like well it says on your resume that you were on a show for four years called vanderpump rules like can you tell me about how that's like affected your journey and it's like what is she gonna say like they're gonna watch Vanderpump Rules and be like, per- "You're great. We want you to work with <laughs> these kids." Our the parents of the, our kids would love yeah. you to teach. Mm-hmm. I mean, I go off. I think people can have all sorts of careers in a life. Oh yeah, and I hope she does. Um, I just love any show insinuating that we all know something about a character that we don't know, mm-hmm. and, and then it's even better for the boyfriend not to. And then everyone, everyone knows. Except Sandoval, the nosy Sandoval bastard. Sandoval doesn't know anything. Oh, I love- Sandoval's grooming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. His like, it's different getting ready in Mexico. <laughs> it's a human. And the- and I'm like, can I-, I like was putting myself in the position of Ariana, Ariana. And I was like, I could not handle dating a guy that was like. I love how she, I know that at times she likes it. But in Mexico, you could really tell she was not having it. Like, how does she reconcile that? She because was being like, you don't do this at home. The, those moments, I would actually, like, flip out on a guy. Well, He's, like, there, straightening it's so his hair. Yeah. Like, it's straightening the hair. And then he was saying weird shit, too. Like, you only put one layer of this or, like, changing this. He's, like, like shaving his whole face. He's, like, that kind She's of guy like, that... This isn't a very specific comment, but like he's just so empowered by the internet. You can tell. Like he loves like a listicle. Like he's so <laughs> here for the fucking life hack. He's here for life hacks and like facts that he reads online. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the the shaving your forehead thing, it's that's like what I was that's like to the most about. insane yeah. that's the most insane ritual to me and because it's like that exfoliating. And I've asked him on like past episodes of Pump Podcast, I was like, What's with your shave forehead thing? like what's the deal and he was like it's exfoliating and like okay i get that but also like you have money where you could buy like a nice like exfoliating like gel to put on your face or like a mask or you could do a scrub like you don't need to shave or your a little towel yeah or just like brush you don't need to shave, shave that's not your face your forehead no no and what about the rest of your face yeah 
And I'm just like, I hate, I hate the forehead shave. I wish that he would just get some products. He needs to read into the gloss. Yeah, he needs a top shelf. I would love a Sandoval top shelf. But he's, he will never get it because he's too lame. Like his like approach is too life hacker. Like he doesn't have like nice things to It's shortcut. Yeah, yeah. It's like trash. It's that microwave. Who like- would be the best like top shelf into the gloss? Jack. I want Jax would be interesting. I want to know Britney's like I want to know her hair. Yeah, but yeah. it's like Tresemme. You I think just so? don't think that Britney's like inherited any expensive taste. And I don't only think expensive products are nice, but I just feel like you feel like she's like more of like a CVS Walgreens yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. gal. Yeah, Lala probably would have a really good one. I'll bet Stassi's would be good. I'd love to read Kristen's because she's a vegaholic. So I wonder if that means that she does, she gets into like vegan and like natural beauty products. I love alcoholic vegaholic. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say I'd be interested in Sheena's because I just think that she would use like really weird off brand, like things that you've never heard of. Yeah, totally. That are like weird brands that she gets in like swag gift bags. Makeup promo. Yeah. Yeah. She's just so I'd love, yeah, I think you're right. I'd really be interested in hers. Yeah. And like, on video. <laughs> on video. Who else? Ariana's would be interesting, but like, not as much maybe as the other girls. No. Katie's, I think, also would just be like, what no. you're using, like, weird products that no, no one's ever all, heard of. The thing about Vanderpump Rules, I think, I don't know if I said this last time, but I just feel like so many of them wear lipsticks and makeup palettes that are not good colors for them. And that's what I hated about hearing Stassi like set a color way for the flowers at Lala's party too. Cause I'm like, you all pick shitty. Like they all wear like gray or purple or brick. Like all those colors could be nice on different people, but I feel like they all like wear colors that don't flatter them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They like, it's very rare of doing a look. Yeah. It's very rare that the looks come together. Yeah. But now they, I would say, I would argue that they're coming together a little bit more now than before, because I mean, they do have like, once you start coming into some money, you kind of like, you can figure it out. Yeah. Well, I did see what makeup, um, They've all been looking really good on Watch What Happens Live lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked Britney's makeup on it last night. Jax, start, Jax and Kristen start like yelling at each other. And Jax goes to his like go-to burn, which is, you're not perfect. That's how he just shuts <laughs> everyone down. You're so good at it. <laughs> <laughs> you're not perfect. You're not perfect. And then Kristen's like, Kristen's so lit on this trip. She has more life in her eyes than I've ever seen. I know. But maybe it's because she's had more camera time on this trip than we've I gotten I think that's all. what the problem is. Yeah. Everyone loses their shit and then dinner's over. It kind of was like a big reaction though. Like I don't – do you feel it was a like a measurable reaction to what the news they received was? Um, I feel like people probably have a lot of – anger and frustration with Jax and Britney's relationship yeah. because they see the way he acts they and then it and they already have, yeah and, and she's so sweet that shit. it's like yeah. she does all this nice stuff but she's so sweet that it's like no one's necessarily going to sit her down and be like listen bitch you need to get your fucking shit together like, yeah. and like real talk her they're like oh that's nice and then they just hate Jax oh, even I more me down like that. <laughs> 
my dream is someone talking to me like that. I'm like, I hope that someday someone would sit me down. <laughs> like, because you know, if someone sits you down like that, you don't see it coming. No. Like, you've been like just wilding out and being so crazy that yeah. someone has to take you aside ground you. and ground you and look in your eyes and be like, listen, bitch. You need to break up with this motherfucker. Yeah. Stop getting the trip to Mexico. Stop spending money on him. Stop spending money on him. Don't do a birthday party at Hooters and like get your fucking shit together. What the fuck? Have a life. Yeah. And like really just kind of lay into her and verbally abuse her in a way that it lands. Yeah. And Sheena's not the one to do that. No. Are you anyone who's going to take advice from Sheena? Sheena's skyrocketed off the face of the planet. She's like no longer attached to reality. Yeah, that's why I was when we're talking about like top shelf and her beauty products. I don't want to speculate, but like I would just be I'd love to know like how much coffee she drinks in a day or like what she gets at Starbucks. Like what's what are it's like her overall stimulant and supplement and like I want to know all of Sheena's intake because she just operates at such a weird. She's on a weird level. And what really threw me in this episode was when Rob came over and then she made them plates of Chick-fil-A wraps. And I was like, I know. But first of all, I was so confused if it was Chick-fil-A because it looked like Chick-fil-A fries. And then I'm like, you got you got wraps like you're healthy. Yeah. Like she like either postmated it. A, I'm like, those fry, everyone knows like fries don't travel well. Like, no. it's just like not something you yeah, like yeah. really want get to get delivered. But then I'm just like, I had a lot of questions about the Chick fil A of it all. No, I'm like, that's what wrap. you were craving is the wrap from the Chick fil A. That's bullshit because I feel like she was trying to pass it as like, it just shows how crazy she is when, um, and I know that it's like I'm kind of, you know, I talk a lot and you want to make things like cute or sort of just have fun by engaging. But when she's like, I'm plating and presenting or since she says something mm-hmm. like that, it's like, really? Like you unwrap the Chick-fil-A wrap. Yeah. And like probably because you were trying to pass it off as like either some not something you made, but like maybe not Chick-fil-A, like maybe you thought he wouldn't recognize it if you got something that nobody orders. Yeah, I'm just like, I was really thrown off guard by the Chick-fil-A. And also wraps, isn't that a conspiracy? Like tortillas aren't that much less calories than a little bun. Yeah, it didn't seem like that. Like you live around, I could name like five things in her neighborhood that are like healthier than a Chick-fil-A wrap yes like if you're gonna go chick-fil-a like just get the sandwich yeah yeah (laughs) it's not the first time we've seen her enjoy fast food and it won't be the last no certainly not Uh, thank you so much for being my guest on this episode of sup thank you for baking cookies fresh for this episode you're welcome i'm ready to segue into our Eating some, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No Chick Fil A for us. No Chick Fil A tonight. It's all happening. Plate and present a whole meal for you. Yay! Thank (laughs) you. All right. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Sexy Unique Podcast is brought to you by the following premium sponsors: Lori Wheat, Meredith Good, and William Jones. Thanks to you guys, it's all happening. Cause I know I know I'm feeling Cause I know I know I know